This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. That seems like sad. Curb your enthusiasm music for the excitement of our listeners. We love them. Your support at patreon.com slash says who helps make this happen here. One episode after our third year anniversary, one episode into our fourth year. We are thankful and happy for you at patreon.com slash says who. Sam, put music behind it. I liked it. That was great. I made the music with my mouth. Whoa, that's yeah. you're so multi-talented. Is there anything mouth else music. you do that you would want to make an ad for? Hey, Dan. As a matter of fact, there is books. Yes, books. I know you've heard of them. Now read some. Yes, I'm Maureen Johnson, author of some books. You can read them. Start with Truly Devious. Now listen to me, Dan. Listen. And listen good. Truly Devious is the first of a series. You've read it. I have. You're allowed to say, you're allowed to say something. Well, I was just, you told me to listen and listen I good. I was really listening. You were listening too hard. Oh, well, Jesus, get a little more complicated then. All right, listen good, but not too good. I, that's what I was doing. <sighs> listen medium. Okay. Listen kind of a half-assed listen. Huh? Listen. That's right. Exactly. Now, Truly Devious. It's the first book of the series. The second is The Vanishing Stare. The third book is called The Hand on the Wall. There will soon be a pre-order campaign where you can get swag, signed books, cool stuff. Details coming soon, but it is coming. It is coming in January, but you have to have read the first two to really truly be prepared of. If you've already read it, force it on a neighbor or a friend or an enemy. Do it now. That's the end. Books. Holy shit, Maureen, do we have a lot to talk about today. Are you ready? Oh, my goodness. Hey, Dan. <sighs> Let's go. Dan. Are you... Yeah. Have you ever looked at the point where the water meets the sky and realized that the sky itself is a fluid, that the air is, it's all fluid dynamics, Dan, and I know There's that really you're on no... a Grecian island right now, Maureen, but it is go time! There's no separation between the waves in the sea. The we got wind in the air. Ukrainian corruption. We got Brexit Supreme Courts. It's time to go! Have you ever really tasted an olive? Like, really tasted it? Really Let's tasted it. Let's do this! Woo! Says who? All right, I guess. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. And Maureen, you are... On a Grecian island. I am. Yes, you I am. I'm on greasy. the island. I, I'm on the island of Corfu, Dan. It is. Gesundheit. Ha ha. in boom. Dan? Our I'm hyped view up of the today, sea, Maureen. I, I can see that. What time is it there? 10 a.m. How much coffee have you had? Four cups. You see, I have been absorbing news for nine hours already today. <laughs> so you're already broken. Mm -hmm. I've only just begun, like the song says, Maureen. I hate the Carpenters. What? I hate the Carpenters. Wait, how have we done a show for this long and I'm only just learning that you hate? How do you, how does a person hate the Carpenters? It takes me, I appreciate the beauty of her voice, but it takes me, her, the kind of, um, I think I remember, I just have this fleeting memory of late 70s, like being like stuck in a furniture store for too long, just hearing the mellow tones of the carpenters bleeding into the shag carpets and feeling profoundly bored. 
bored. It's the sound of boredom to me. I don't know how to deal with this. How is the... You run Punk Planet and you're all the carpenters? Um, It was... It was... So for me, as a budding video artist in the early 90s, I watched a VHS tape of Superstar, the Karen Carpenter story, uh, by Todd Hayes, where it's all told by Barbie dolls. Oh, did you did you see that, that one? I uh, no, it's not what I thought it was at all. Oh, it is amazing. It is a the it is the entire story of the Carpenters, including uh, Karen Carpenter's extreme uh, eating disorders and and all of that, as told through Barbie dolls, and it blew my mind. And I I have always enjoyed the Carpenters ever since that. I can't I mean, believe you don't like the Carpenters, clearly... Maureen. I mean, I I'm not denying that her voice is a spectacular instrument; that she's immensely talented. Yeah, but they like, just rainy days and Mondays always get oh, me down. That's the worst one. That's the worst one of all. What? That's the worst one. I don't even know how to process this information. I assumed that we were about to spend a good ten minutes singing Carpenter songs together. Mm-mm. Nope. Dan, oh, no. How? There's all this intersection with Richard Nixon? Like, really? Huh. All right, tell me about Greece. You're in Greece. Fuck the Carpenters. Man, we, You're in Greece. We have no time. We have no time we to have, talk about Greece. We have. Is it nice? You've been posting photos to Instagram that I'm assuming are fake 3D renders. No. No, they're not. The view of the water around this house is over. It's over a hundred and eighty degree view. It kind of kind of kind of bends around because we're sort of between two coves. So the Ionian Sea goes way around to the left, all around. It's extraordinary, and we are staring. I have never stared at Albania as much as I am right now. But it's um, like right now as we record, I'm indoors, but we have this really big bedroom that has all these kind of glass French doors and I'm watching the waves break on the beautiful Grecian rocks and the coast and the the beautiful sea is oh it's it's real nice Dan and also I will say the pool here is this giant infinity pool filled with seawater like a really salty water what so you just get in it and you don't even have to swim you just bob around in it naturally it's about eight feet deep but you can just stand in it and bob, and you don't have to make any effort at all. It just keeps you afloat. It's amazing. It's the greatest thing I've ever been in. I just feel like we should not sully this experience with discussion of current events. Dan, I will say I am eight hours ahead of you. And I have already been watching the news for a long time today because today has been real newsy. So we don't have any time to waste, Dan. We got to get to it. Let's do it. And that Let's means... do it then. Are you ready? Hit me with your Brexit shot. Do, 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 do. Major Brexit update. So uh, at around uh, 12.30 Greek time, 10.30 a.m. Oh, actually, Greek uh, time. Look, Around twelve thirty when... on the Grecian Isles, where I am right the... now, and in the bobbing Wait, in an gonna... infinity pool. Is this how you're going to do? I'm not. I'm in. The, I'm indoors in a bed, looking at the sea. All right, all right. What happened at twelve thirty Grecian you're, time? You're sorry. Listen, you, Dan, you've got to stop this. <laughs> you have to. All right, I'll stop. All right, are you ready? Are you ready? All right. All right. Keep an eye on you, Albania. The Albanian mountains, really beautiful, actually. But okay, so listen. So listen. Actually, around 1130 in the morning, Oscar comes tearing out the doors and says, in an hour, the UK Supreme Court is going to go live with their decision about prorogation. Prorogation, quick summary, was when Boris Johnson went to the Queen and said, please prorogue Parliament, which means the Parliament would be shut down. Send them on vacation. No f- yeah. Basically, send them on vacation to shut down Parliament. And 
the things that the UK, so there was a legal challenge in various courts around Britain, and it was shot down in a bunch of courts, but a court in Scotland held that it was illegal, which meant it bounced to the UK Supreme Court. The UK Supreme Court had to decide two things. One was it was a matter of law that they could even decide or a political matter and then what to do about it. So they came back this morning. Baroness, uh, the Baroness who's in charge of the, of who's the head of the Supreme Court came out and she looked metal as hell. She had a black dress on with a giant spider brooch on the shoulder. I mean, this thing was Fuck four yeah. inches. Oh, so good. She came out. She said, here's the deal. First, we had to decide whether or not this was, we all, there are 11 judges who can sit on the UK Supreme Court. They were all there. And they said, our judgments on these things are unanimous. At which point Oscar Whoa. turned to me and went, oh, shit. <laughs> she said, first, whether or not this is a matter for us, it, they, 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 their decision was it was a matter for law because otherwise, you know, prime ministers could presumably just shut down parliament whenever the, things weren't going their way and the sovereignty of parliament had to be protected. And then their decision uniformly was that the prorogation was illegal. And as such, it's as if it never happened. So they said it's as if when the, the law on the piece of paper was taken to the House of Lords for ratification, it's as if that paper was blank. It's something they said in the speech. It's as if they walked in with a blank piece of paper. Parliament will not be reconvened because for the purposes of the law, it was never, it was never dismissed or recessed. Wow. And it never, as far as the law is concerned, this was entirely illegal and it never happened. That, it was some fucking lower the boom. And that's and unanimous. They, unanimous. It blind wow. everyone was blown away by the decision. So it's a decision that certainly seems to be a big win for democracy. <laughs> that man, imagine. Not just, yeah. Imagine, imagine that having a system that says, hey, the prime minister can't just go in and do illegal stuff to make the stuff he wants happen. Pretty huh. wild. Huh. I don't know yeah. what that's like. I don't know either, Dan. I don't know if it would work or not. It seems crazy, but seems Dan, like a wild, wild I system. Know. Yeah, I know. But that's what happens. So tomorrow, Parliament will be back in session, as if they never went away. They're all coming back. Are they all going to walk into Parliament and, but on their way to Westminster, they're going to Moon, Ted Downing Street, just pull their butts out. Well, Boris Johnson was not there because he was in New York at the UN. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So then we went straight from Brexit coverage right into UN General Assembly coverage. So I got to hear Bolsonaro's speech from Brazil, and boy, that was something. And once I saw that, I said, I got to go walk into the sea. And then I just left the room. And you went into the infinity pool that's basically the sea and you bobbed around on your Grecian island. I actually thought when I was bobbing in the pool, just kind of boop, bloop, I was like, oh, this is what a boy must feel like. <laughs> you just kind of stay like a stick in the water and you just bob. You don't fall over. You just kind of. Do you now just get in the pool and bob around and go bong, bong, kind of, bong. I like. Everyone must I love like that. I like just standing there really like stiff. Like I'm standing up, but I'm just bobbing. <laughs> it makes me very happy. Look, Dan, it takes so little. Ah, <laughs> uh, Maureen, All right. it's like you—you you took off last mm -hmm. Wednesday. Sure did. And everything went fucking nuts mm -hmm. here in Tell the United States. It. You left. It was like you were mm -hmm. the anchor, holding I was everything down. Yeah, yep. and now. Now we're anchorless as mm -hmm. you are doing your buoy thing in another pool. Mm -hmm. By the way, I just want to Maureen... say that as you're speaking, Oscar, who is in this room, has emerged from the bathroom where he was bathing 
And he's doing, he's trying not to be heard. So he's tiptoeing like they do on cartoons. So I just saw this. And he was doing it super slowly. So I just saw him sort of from my peripheral vision, just this figure just loop, loop. And I just maybe, realize Maybe he's stolen a Grecian vase or something. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Maureen. Hit me. You have left the country. Yes. And the country has gone into some sort of fucking crisis-ish situation. I don't even know how to describe what's going on here, Maureen. Tell me about it, Dan, because I don't know. You know, Dan, the sea air will sometimes, you know, when the sea air comes upon you, it uh, blows the cobwebs out of your mind. You know what I mean? Just. So, last Wednesday, as our three-year anniversary show dropped, that evening, the Washington Post released a story that an unnamed whistleblower in the intelligence community had filed a formal complaint about something someone probably the president has done and that the intelligence community inspector general had determined that this complaint was both, quote, credible and urgent, which should then turn that complaint over to Congress. But the acting director of national intelligence refused to turn it over to Congress. This is Wednesday. Mm hmm. A lot of question marks in the air at that point, including a lot of people that started uh, sort of a rampant amount of Russian speculation because, you know, of course. Thursday, the leaks start coming. So first of all, we learn that it definitely involves the president and it definitely involves the president making some kind of promise to a foreign leader. Trump on Thursday, denies that he'd made any promises and asks, quote, is anybody dumb enough to believe that I would say something inappropriate with a foreign leader? Right. Who would think that? Who? Who? Who would hmm. think that, Maureen? So, everyone figured this was a Russia thing. But then on Friday, more leaks. We learned that the conversation in question was a phone call held on July 25th between Trump and the newly elected leader of the Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, where Trump repeatedly later we would learn that it was eight times in one phone call asked Zelensky to help Rudy Giuliani investigate Joe Biden and his son Hunter's work in the Ukraine. Yeah. So, quick sidebar. There's mm -hmm. a lot of bullshit around this, around the Joe Biden stuff. Right. And I don't want to get in the weeds about it because it's all smoke and no fucking fire. But the basic concept is that when he was VP, Biden was involved in getting a corrupt prosecutor out of the Ukraine, like getting him off the government of the Ukraine. This was a thing that like a bunch of different governments in the Europe and, and everywhere else wanted to have happen because this guy apparently in a corrupt government, this guy was like extra corrupt. And now the like these shitbags are trying to loop that into the fact that Hunter Biden, which is I did not know that Joe Biden has a kid named Hunter. Yeah, I found that out recently. It's that's a I that's not a name I would have put on a list of Joe Biden's kids names. Anyway, Hunter apparently consulted for an energy company in the Ukraine, and so there's an attempt to say that this was a favor to his son somehow. But the timelines don't line up because Hunter's work with the Ukraine was well before this prosecutor was was anyway. That is enough of that shit. Right. So. By Friday, Trump is basically admitting that he did this. Right. Saying it doesn't matter what I discussed and somebody should look into Joe Biden. And additionally, on Friday, because this involves Rudy Giuliani, he goes on TV. Mm. Maureen, that usually goes. He joins. Well. He joins 
CNN's Chris Cuomo to clear everything up. Which brings us to this installment of Says Hooster Peace Theater. The role of Quiz Cuomo will be played by Maureen Johnson. Quiz Cuomo? The role... You say Quiz Cuomo? You say Quiz Cuomo. Quiz Cuomo. <clears throat> the role of Chris Cuomo. Quiz Cuomo. Was that? I said it correctly this time. Quiz Cuomo. Will be played by Maureen Johnson. The role of Rudy Giuliani will be played by Dan Sinker. We join this conversation in progress. Did you ask the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden? No, actually, I didn't. I asked the Ukraine to investigate the allegations that there was interference in the election of 2016 by the Ukrainians for the benefit of Hillary Clinton, for whom there for which there already is a court finding. You never asked anything about Hunter Biden. You never asked anything about Joe Biden. The only thing I asked about Joe Biden and his role with the prosecutor is that the get to the bottom of how it was that Lutensko, who was appointed. Right. Dismissed the case against Aunt AC. So you did ask Ukraine to look into Joe Biden. Of course I did. You just said you didn't. No, I didn't ask them to look into Joe Biden. I asked him to look into the allegations that related to my client, which tangentially involved Joe Biden in a massive bribery scheme. Rudy. Rudy. Not unlike what he did in China. Rudy. You explained to me how the kid got $1.5 billion from China. Rudy, I have no problem with you launching when allegations. Joe Biden was still but in just his... Just be careful about what you say. I asked you, did you ask Ukraine... I am very careful about what I say. To look at Joe Biden, and you said no. I didn't ask. Then you went on to say that you did. The, it's all... No, I didn't say that. It's all recorded, Rudy. What I said was this. I asked him to investigate the allegations that relate to the false charges against the President of the United States. Those allegations tangentially involved Biden. So your answer... Biden getting the... Getting so it should have been, yeah, been yeah, yes. Let me finish, Chris. Let me finish. Go ahead. Don't try to interrupt because you don't like the answer and you don't like. I don't like the evasive. You don't like what I'm saying and you don't like. Evasive. You don't like, I don't like. Yeah, you want to distort what I'm saying. I don't want to distort it. Because it's totally biased. I'm not biased. You are, Chris. It's sad. Why would I have you on if I were biased? Because. Because we're going to have this kind of conversation because it's sad to watch what happened to you. It's sad. Sad with what happened to me. You're a sellout. You're a total sellout. I'm a a sellout. You're a sellout. And I'm going to tell you why. Everything must have been cleared up after that. It is almost impossible to use that transcript as a script because they are simply yelling over each other. There's a point, and I I had to check to see if I wasn't hallucinating, but at some point, Rudy goes off on a tangent about Hunter Biden's involvement with Whitey Bulger. What? I don't even know. It's like he's just free associating conspiracy <laughs> theories while yelling at Chris Cuomo, who's yelling back. It is... I've never seen a transcript as incoherent as the like 20 minutes that they spent screaming at each other on national TV. Anyway, it's real nice because he's basically like, no, I didn't ask him to look into Joe Biden. I did ask them to look into Joe Biden. (laughs) So the weekend happens, Maureen. Mm. Mm -hmm. And Trump basically spends it watching Fox News and tweeting angrily about how, you know, the crooked media isn't looking into Joe Biden and, you know, quoting Fox hosts and posting Fox, uh, posting Fox clips and that sort of thing. And then Monday happens. We're recording this on Tuesday. So Monday was yesterday. Trump goes to the United Nations. 
where he talks to the press and things went real great, Maureen, includes things like Joe Biden and his son are corrupt, but the fake news doesn't want to report it because they're Democrats. And this one, Maureen, if a Republican ever did what Joe Biden did, if a Republican ever said what Joe Biden said, they'd be getting the electric chair by now. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Look at the double standards. You've got a lot of crooked journalists. You're all crooked as hell. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Maureen. Yeah. And so then he goes on to say what Biden did was wrong. We're supporting a country, so we want to make sure that country is honest. One of the reasons the new president got elected is he was going to stop corruption. So it's very important that on occasion that you speak to somebody about corruption. You don't want to you don't talk about corruption. Why would you give money to a country that you think is corrupt? Hmm. Which sure sounds like an admission of quid pro quo. Kind of. Yeah. You know, give me information on someone running against me and I will give you money. (laughs) Yeah. And in fact, it turns out late last night, it was reported that, in fact, the president himself ordered that over three hundred million dollars in military aid be withheld from the Ukraine prior to this phone call, specifically citing the corruption in the Ukraine as a reason. Mm. So, Maureen, can I ask you one question? You sure can. I know a lot about this now. I don't want to, but I do. Please ask away. Side note, aren't there a bunch of people connected with Trump who have a lot of weird business going on in the Ukraine? Isn't that funny? Every fucking thing seems to roll up to the Ukraine when you get down to it. Yeah, like Manafort's little black book of... All of Manafort's shit was the Ukraine. Flynn's shit included the Ukraine. Like, the Ukraine has been a constant since jump. And here we are back in the fucking Ukraine again. So, um... Let's just... Here, so they keep denying that that... And and they keep claiming that they're going to release a transcript, which we know how that's going to go. Right. But they keep denying things like, well, no promise was made. Right. We didn't we didn't make him do anything, you know. But what we already know about Trump is this is like we you know how the fucking call went. Right. Mm. Like Michael Cohen went and, and said, like, he never tells you to do anything. He just suggests that it would be nice if somebody could do it. And you totally can hear him be just over and over again. Like, well, it'd be really great if someone would look into Joe Biden and his son. You know, if somebody could look into Joe Biden and his son, that would be that would be really we sure wouldn't forget that if somebody looked into that. You know, I mean, just that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we, we want to make sure there isn't any corruption. You know, like Joe Biden does. Mm. All right. Well, um, are things better now, Dan? Are things? um... Mm. It's not a question of better, Maureen. It's just Mm. a question of we are suddenly back here at the start of a fucking election cycle where Donald Trump is asking a foreign government for help in defeating a political opponent. Okay. Like, we've fucking been here before, Maureen. Yes. Yet this appears to be even more blatant, even more obvious. And here's a a funny aside, Maureen. The phone call that he did with uh, the president of Ukraine happened on July 25th. Do you know what happened the day before? July 24th. No. July 24th, Maureen, was when Robert Mueller spoke to Congress. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maureen. So that goes to nothing. It's clear that nothing comes out of it. And he, the next fucking day, is like, cool. I'm going to go shake down the Ukraine for Biden intel. 
Okay. Cool. Here's another weird fucking thing, Maureen. I don't like these weird so things. So all man. of the, this Biden-Ukraine shit, right, may sound vaguely familiar because this was a story in the spring of Rudy Giuliani going to the Ukraine to try to find shit on Biden. And in fact, the New York Times ran a story on May 2nd titled Biden faces conflict of interest questions that are being promoted by Trump and allies. And it was written by Kenneth Vogel, who is a regular, like one of the main politics people for the Times and a woman named Uliana Mendel. Okay. do you know, Maureen, who became the press secretary for the Ukrainian president a month after that article ran? You? Not me, but you? it starts the same. Yuliana Mendel. You tell me. Yeah, Anna Mendel? Uh-huh. Okay, that's weird. I don't know what to do with that fact, Maureen. But I don't want it only in my head. Thank you. Because it's like I've got a fucking squirrel in my brain. Just fucking running around. Doing squirrely shit inside my head. She's not a regular contributor to the New York Times. She co-authors a fucking hit piece on Biden. And then she pretty much immediately becomes the press secretary to the president of the Ukraine. I don't know what to do, Maureen, with that. But those are things that happened in sequential order. Anyway, Maureen, getting back to it, Trump is playing the exact same playbook he played in 2016. But with the Ukraine instead of Russia, though... Russia's all kinds of wrapped up in the Ukraine, so they're probably fucking wrapped up in this, too. And the big question is, has anyone learned fucking anything? Um, the answer, yes. Is it? Mm, Is it it yes? How about the press? The press clearly hasn't learned anything. NPR yesterday ran a story that said... The headline was something to the effect of the Ukrainian situation. Trump says it's Biden. Democrats say it's Trump. (sighs) The Democrats, I don't know what their deal is. Maybe they're getting somewhere. And I don't think we've learned anything except that fucking I don't even know. I don't even know, Maureen. I don't even I don't even know. I know you're bobbing around in a Grecian pool like a buoy. And I'm happy for you and your booiness. But Maureen, I don't even fucking know what's happening anymore. Dan, the thing about Greece is it's the home of myths, legends, creations, and stories like Helen of Troy and... Other myths. Zeus. (laughs) The Minotaur. Those are cool stories. The feta. The cook here makes a whipped feta and a a smoky baba ganoush and grilled pita bread. At every meal, you get a big basket of hot grilled pita bread and um, fresh... The cook here on your Grecian island. Yeah. You're bobbing like a buoy and the rest of us are in hell. That's all. Dan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm here. I'm sorry. It's okay. And it's not okay. It's not okay. I'm not. It's clearly not okay. I just. It's clearly clearly not okay. I just wish I was there too. I want to bob like a buoy, Maureen. I know Think it's my not weird. It would be floating in the water while I'm bob. I would just go bong. I would maybe do like a foghorn sound. I would go. To be fair, we work here. Like we just we sit and we work and we talk stories and then 
we swim for an hour and we go back to work. That sounds Don't worry, great. it's not it's, I know. It is great. We look at Albania. Oh, great. So stare at Albania How's relentlessly. Albania really mountainous. And yep. last night there was a big thunderstorm that just beautiful thunder rolled over the water, rolled over the Ionian, big balls of cool looking thunder. Sounds nice. Dan, it's 2019. Yeah. We need to get away from these people. We do. We need. We do. So I have to. I have to put a Lucy with a football moment here, because right. as 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 much as I can't even believe that I'm saying this, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. maybe. Give it to I me. Think, Give may it. I have the sliverest, smallest, tiniest little bit of maybe. Give me what I want. Put maybe right the in. Democrats put... are going to pull this shit together this time. Pull it. Put it right in my vein. Come on, finish the sentence. What are they going to do? Put it I in think my vein. That we might move towards impeachment. Ah, who told you? Who told you that this fall was going to bring an impeachment hearing? It was me. It was me. It was me who told Dan. I said, they're going to impeach. You said, no way. I said, they're going to do it. You said, shut the fuck up. They will never do it. I said, they will. You said, no way. I showed my butt. I said, they will. By the way, uh, all they're all coming out. Impeachment, impeachment. All the news feeds are saying they're about to go into a big meeting at four o'clock. A big, uh, say, there's a big meeting. Pelosi just came out and said something. I'm I'm scrolling through Twitter as fast as I can with this crappy internet connection to see what's happening. For some reason, let's see, let's see. Select committees, committee meeting, 4 p.m. We're not even going to talk about Trump talking at the UN. We're not going to do that. I refuse to do it. We're not doing it. Just no. Uh, yeah, they're having a bunch of meetings. And we'll find out, I guess, as of around 4 o'clock your time is 7 p.m., so around 11 p.m. Uh, John, John Dean Sweeten, impeachment must include A.G. Barr for cover-ups and Secretary of State Papano Ray Ukraine, along with President Trump. I just want to take I mean, a moment. It... Dan, who said it? Yeah. Who said it? I mean... Well, who said it? You said it. It's not the summer of 73, Maureen, but we are. Maybe we're getting maybe. I don't know. I feel like I'm tricking myself. Tricked myself before, Maureen. But this Mm -hmm. does feel different because this is actively unfolding in front of us. This is there is no ability to claim this is in the past. This is, you know, we have to investigate to pull this information out from years ago. This is literally like breaking news in front of our faces of him doing Dan fucking shady ass shit. Can I put something in front of you? Yes. What if? I just want to, th- I just want to say it. I just want to, I want this. I just want this in your head. What if we had Joe all wrong and his whole move was to take all the fire and then somehow trip Trump up and get Trump to to look in the the Ukraine for info on him and therefore somehow stumble his way backwards into an impeachment inquiry around Joe Biden, which then Joe Biden just says, peace out. I'm not even running. And then Trump goes down the ball of flames caused by Joe Biden and both Joe Biden just steps casually out of the way, allowing Elizabeth Warren to take over. I mean, that feels like some fanfic, but... It is. It's good fanfic. I like that fanfic. I mean, I think... 50% 50% of that fan Could we is work a possible. handsome vampire into it too? Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Stephen Miller. Ooh, that's not a handsome vampire. Well, 
Oh my god, I just remembered that it was revealed that somebody's dating Stephen Miller. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Dan, we're not even going to talk about, first of all, Greta Thurberg at the UN. Amazing. The only person with the real energy that is bringing the correct energy to anything that's going on in the world is Greta. She's the only one meeting the moment with 100% pure righteous punk energy. Which means, of course... This is the one thing I have to say. Okay. As, as the father of children, it is depressing to me that we are looking to children to lead us out instead of letting them be children. Oh, yeah. Sure. And I appreciated the Which fact is that what... in her speech, she was like, you've stolen my childhood. Yeah. Shame but on we you. really have. You st- Yep. As a YA author, I can tell you that like, I feel the same her, way. The Parkland kids. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. fucking children should get to be children and not have to fucking clean up after our own fucking inaction in order to yeah, save their fucking lives. The, the school shootings, the world burning up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I find it so depressing. It's such an indictment of everything, including ourselves. Yep. Uh, like she is, is, she is a remarkable child, but also I wish that she could just be a child. But her anger, that eloquent speech. Yep. Which means, of course, that grown ass adults are attacking her. Right. I mean, that's the other thing. It's like we are asking kids to fucking put themselves in the line of fire. Even Trump is attacking her. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. No, it's great. And of course, he and uh, right before we recorded, he gave a speech at the UN that was like the globalists or will lose nationalism. I mean, it was Uh, terrible. And I don't want to. You know what? I I just don't even have the heart to tell you about it. It's just not. I want to I want to come back, Maureen. I want to pull us back. I want to pull us back. I want to look at Lucy holding that football and I want to believe that we can fucking kick it. Because Maureen, if this ends, we're going to Disney World. We used to talk about our Disney trip on almost every episode because in every episode it felt like maybe we were on the precipice of finally things ending. I remember one time saying, maybe it's not time to pick out plane to buy plane tickets yet. But it could be time to pick out ears. And I want to believe, Maureen, that maybe it's ears time again. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking, Dan. Now you're talking. That's right. They're about to open a whole fucking new transportation system at Disney World, Maureen. It's mm-hmm. fucking gondolas that will fly you through the air to fucking Epcot or Hollywood Studios. Like, seriously? We could be in our gondola. Yeah. Yeah. The Disney Skyliner is opening up uh, opening up it? this weekend. It's big ass gond- it, It's a gondola system that goes from a few hotels to two parks. It's like it's like a like a a, like a Swiss ski gondola, but instead of going up the Alps, it drives to Epcot. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that a hundred percent. We're gonna ride that all goddamn day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. It could be happening, Maureen. Hey, hey, whoa, hey, Amy Carter's shoe. I'm late. This has been a big week for you, huh? It sure has. It sure has. As Joe Biden's number one fan, it sure feels like this has been a big week for you. He's been talking about my man. Don't mess with my man. How have you been holding it together? just feel like you'd be overheating by now. Let me tell you something. My man's up to it. My man's got it going on. He knows what he's doing. Trust me. He's hanging low and slow. He's fine. <laughs> God. I thought we were just getting through it. <laughs> gross. You know what I'm saying? It's just so gross. It's just so gross. 
Dan, I call it his third yeah. foot. Foot number three. <laughs> oh, God. And when you stand on three feet, you always have solid footing. You know what I mean? What's stronger? Oh, no. A bipod or a tripod? A tripod is. Yeah. And a lot of people think when you say tripod that you're talking about something else. But I'm not. I'm talking about his balls. <laughs> God. Now, you may be asking yourself, why would the oh. balls help in a situation like this? Well, they just do. Whenever you accuse him of doing something wrong, he grabs it and he spins it around like Wonder Woman and her amazing lasso, except balls. <laughs> and then he whacks the people that say things about him. And that's how he wins. Oh, God. So what you're saying is he is wielding a ball mace. Yes, that's right. It's a ball mace. Oh, my God. And you know who's going to get it first? I need some bleach. It's that little dick, Rudy. Ah, he's on my list. He's talking oh, no. shit about my man. Although when people say look into Joe Biden, I'm like, I'm kind of interested. I mean, obviously, I'm interested in that. I want to look deep into Joe Biden. I want to oh, look God. deep into Joe Biden. Oh, oh no, God. Please, no. I want to look into that. God. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> deep. Uh. Anyway. Bye. She's gone. Uh, it's not funny. Oh I don't know God. why. It's not funny, Dan. Oh, I feel oh, like I'm uh, gagging a little bit. There She's going to come into play. Dan, while she was here, because she was covering it, I was checking to see if there's any uh, information. But uh, yeah, oh, there's a couple of things that are coming through. Uh, one is that Wilbur Ross was apparently sound asleep during Trump's United Nations speech. Sure. Um, so that's that's good. Uh, but uh, the even as we record today, there should be some more um, information coming through. Uh, oh, by the way, the thing that uh, Trump tweeted about Greta to throw her shade, he, he put yeah. up the video of her talking and said, she seems like a very happy young girl looking forward to a bright and wonderful future. Well, yeah. Greta has taken that and put that as her new Twitter bio. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Maureen. She's so good. Speaking of Wilbur Ross napping, Maureen, so here's the skinny on where to nap on our Disney trip. All right. All right. Carousel of progress. You get a solid 22-minute nap or so. Okay. American Experience in Epcot. It's a show that's narrated by a robotic uh, Mark Twain and a robotic Benjamin Franklin. It is dark mm -hmm. as shit. You can sleep for like 30 minutes in that thing. Okay. It's good. We're going to get some good naps in so we can just go. So we can go, 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 go. Dan, are we going to record this and then there's going to be more impeachment stuff that may come up later in the day? Probably. Probably. But that's how it works, Maureen. All right. If we if we waited to record an episode for the news to slow down, we would still be at episode zero. Don't you dare, Dan. Don't you dare. Just saying. All right. We would never have started. <sighs> Imagine Man, that. A lot of news. Uh, a lot of news. It is a lot of news, Maureen. It is a lot of news. It's too much news. I'll go so far as to say it's too much news. And that's Maureen. We haven't talked about says who you yet today. Oh, okay. Says who you. Our our challenge to our listeners to put your screens down, to put the news away for even just 15 minutes a day and do something else. Do something that doesn't involve thinking about this hellscape that we live in. 
And here is my thing, Maureen. So I've been doing a bunch of different things, including making yogurt. yogurt. Finally got to make yogurt again once I got back from L.A. And let me tell you, I was happy to eat my yogurt again today. But the biggest thing that I've been doing is every night, every night I had gotten into a very bad habit of looking at my phone until finally I just like tossed my phone aside and fell asleep. And I have been since we launched Says Who You, I've been very consciously looking at my phone for a little bit and then putting it down and reading. And I realized something just the other day, Maureen, which is I am not looking at my phone anymore before bed. Yes. I'm just picking up that book. And I, I, I realized it because I grabbed my phone and I was like, I don't even know what I would be looking for here. And I realized the habit has started. Yes. The pattern is, in, is now there. Yeah. It was, a, it was an amazing realization because that all I'm doing is reaching for the book now. That's right. Yes. Dan, is it possible that we see the end? This must be where it all goes right, Dan. This is it. This is the turn. This is the light at the end of the tunnel. This is the moment. This is it. It's all going to be fine now. I don't I don't know if I go there. It's all going to be great. I, I just I you might be overselling the situation right nope. now. Nope. It's all going to be perfect now. Well, either way, Says Who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Folks, truly and truly, your dollars, your $2, your $5, they make all of this happen. And we thank you so much for it. It's your fault. That's That seems really your, unfair. I mean, it's it unfair to them. Well... It's, you're saying, telling them three that three seconds ago you were like everything's great, right? Well, I'm maybe just saying, they made everything great. Maybe I, they did. Fair. There you go. Speaking of people that make everything great, our theme music is performed by Ted Leo, and our logo was designed by Darth. Those are great people doing great things. Well, one is a person, and one is a red panda. Well, sure. I meant people in the broad sense, like uh, the way cartoon characters are people mm. and all animals are people and everything inanimate object is a person. That's what I meant. All right. Contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y at says who podcast dot com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard and Maureen Johnson. Let me tell you, that Facebook group has been blowing up since we launched Says Who You. It's pretty people great. Are, people are helping each other out. People are cheering each other on. We had somebody who said that she spent her Says Who You time by going to a roller rink for the first time and posted Damn. a photo of herself roller skating. Yes. Yeah. It's just amazing. It is looking at that community blossom and be amazing is so fantastic. So you can go and join it at facebook.com slash group slash says In the meantime, spread the word, subscribe and leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. Super helpful. And we love it. And you can see us in places that aren't just on your phone on October 8th, which is soon. It's like two weeks away. I'm going to be at the American Writers Museum here in Chicago in conversation with Annalie Newitz, whose new book, The Future of Another Timeline, is amazing and is out now, and you should buy it because it is a mind-blower of a book. October 8th in Chicago, me and her. And at the end of the month, October 26th and 27th in Austin, Texas, you, Maureen Johnson, are going to be at the Texas Book Festival. I'm going to be so many places, Dan. I'm, I'm going to be in Texas Book Festival. I'm going to be going to the Miami Book Festival. I'm going to be in a bunch of places. I'm going to be doing a bunch of things. Dan, my life is about to get busy. I'm going to be recording Says Who from all kinds of places. 
It's exciting. I love a challenge. I love yeah. a good recording challenge. It's your favorite. It's my very fave. My very fave thing. It's not really That's right. Very We're all, I'm getting the signal that it's almost time. Dan, right around this time each evening, because it's 7 p.m. Greek time, is when the, mm. the pita goes on the grill. The smell yeah. comes from the barbecue. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, I'm hungry just listening to this. Last, like, for example, for lunch, you made a paella that was piled high with fresh shrimp God. and mussels. Oh. Big bowls of Greek salad full of like vine, sun ripened tomatoes, and fresh feta. He makes a whipped oh. feta dip that's spicy, that is oh, hard to describe. It's so good. Just, I went through a long time in my life not liking feta cheese, but I have, I have come to enjoy it again in moderation. Sure. It is. Then it's magical, but his fresh roasted eggplants, his. I think we're having a. It's like a Greek lasagna. It's a patissimo that he's making for this evening. With Last him. night, I made a uh, like a chicken and pita thing, and I made my own tzatziki sauce with, uh, with the yogurt I made, Maureen. So, so I go. It's like I'm there with you. It's like you have... I'm there with you. I'm going to go fill my bathtub, pour a lot of salt in it, and then it's like we're doing the same thing. And if you have blue apron, you too can God. get a bathtub full what? of salt. Just come on, Dan. Come on. This is I just like talking about food and every time yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's great. I, we're talking about food like you're in fucking Greece. It's amazing. I want to hear right. all about the uh, Greece. This is yeah, all just food. always a fucking setup. Mm-hmm. God damn it. And I fall for it every fucking time. It's because your love, for example, if you're in L.A. and it's honestly just the you thinking about tacos in L.A. is all that it takes. I ate so many tacos on Thursday night, Maureen. A friend of mine uh, was like, hey, do you want to go on a taco tour of downtown? And we ate at three different taco places. It was a great night. I just saw a dolphin. I had a little bit. I had a little bit of what? I just saw a dolphin. I just saw it jump. I'm a little jealous of your life right now. I am a little jealous. of. I just I was like, what was that? Oh, dolphin. 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 From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. From the place where the water meets the sky, meets the mountains, meets the land, from the birth of myth and a land of story, a land of contrasts, of greenery and rock and of the old and the new, where old ancient, where ancient Europe and modern Europe are intermingle. From a place somewhere between oh worlds, between past and present, from a from a spot where I I'm in a on an island but connected to a larger place where I can see Albania, but Albania probably can't see me from from an internet connection that isn't great, from a spot right before dinner but after lunch, <sighs> where I can smell dinner but I can't eat it yet where we haven't impeached, but we might, on the precipice of activity, on the spot where history repeats oh my itself, God. in a place where stories loop upon themselves, where if we do not learn from history, we are doomed to repeat it, from a place where prorogation has been rendered illegal, but Parliament has not yet come back into session, while the world is, is heating and cooling on an endless cycle, where... We can see the end of says who, but we aren't oh, there Lord. yet because honestly, mm-hmm. we just really don't because things go fucking wrong at any second. And where Disneyland is there, but it's not. <sighs> it's Disney World, but yeah, it's fine. Just wrap it up. Wrap it up. The feta is so, it crumbles just at the gentlest touch of a fork that goes perfect. You know what I'm saying? That sounds amazing. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Time to wrap it up, Maureen. Dan, the olives mm. are so small, tight, flavorful. The fresh oregano, the smell of sage on the wind, Dan. <sighs> and you think, is it really so bad? Is it? 
Is it? Is it? Psst. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Blue Who. Apron. Ahmed. Love you, Ben. <laughs> so nice here. Honestly, you'd really love it. So, you know, it's not too hot. There's a breeze, a breeze that comes because, again, water is all the way around. I even hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Uh.